What do you have to do to get a blue check on Twitter? Literally, no, almost nothing except be kind of popular. Do you just no, have you, to get like one like semi-viral tweet? And no, then... you have to literally just email someone, and then that's it. <laughs> what is that email? Can I get that email? It's on her. You, um, you, I like, want to be the person with the lowest number of followers and a blue check. I'm pretty sure there's someone with 60 followers that has a blue check already. <laughs> you can get it. Anyone can get it. It just takes like a nicely worded email saying, hey, I feel like I'm a uh, prominent person in doing this and this and that, and people are recognizing me, and I want to build my following. I would like a blue check. Can I have that? Thank you, marketing team. Does Gun Girl have a blue check? Probably. You literally just have to send an email. <laughs> or is it? Do you have to get a parody account of your own account to get a blue check? I think one of the. I shouldn't use that word. I think one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life is a regular person with like maybe two hundred followers having a parody account of their of their account. <laughs> like no one gives a fuck, girl. It happens. Is does, that is that a thing a, like Twitter does, Finsta? Does the podcast have a have a verification? No, we barely have fifty followers. <laughs> we don't. Shh. Everyone's listening can go and look, Alex. <laughs> we shout it out at the end of most podcasts. No, actually, I just posted something, so that means our followers are going to go up by fifteen, and then all of those people are going to unfollow us by tomorrow morning. Yeah. This my motherfucking year, man. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what nobody says no more. No more playing the sidelines. Hey, Albania style, rock leathers in the sand. I shoot my cousin for nothing, dominant man. Go visit fam with no problems on some normal shit. Straight from Scoop, Macedonia, the floral lit. Licorice liquor, one cube of touch of water. Watch it mix, turn white like the Duchess daughter. I'm in the corner puffing ganja with the musky odor. Destination back in your throat, cover soda. Uh, this is Bam Bam Bigelow. Queens the Asbury Park, connect Figaro. My uniform, car, hard sweats, and Gore-Tex. Athletic horses on my chest and on my short sets. The Leslie Nielsen of the weed and the word. This is Action Brosolini, 33 and the third kid. Naked gun, the cereal is scratched off. Arm like rocket in his prime, blast off. This podcast. <laughs> All right, this is the half and half half hour podcast, uh, episode 28? twenty eight. Twenty eight, yeah, twenty eight. Um, Shout out, Big Sean and Janae. Yeah, I'm Big Cousin Alex. I'm tired. Um, should wake up. It's Evan. This is Evan, <laughs> and this is Diego. All Starting right, on. All right, we're gonna have episodes. a fun podcast, real productive. Let's start by first off talking about how. Uh, uh, four and a half hours on paper doesn't sound that long until you're driving for it. Um, <laughs> you know, you could have just like pulled over and asked one of us to drive for it. No, the funny thing is four and a half hours is nothing if you have some good conversation, maybe some good music or something. Uh, Evan and I just checked out. We went to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was all you by your lonesome. Mm-hmm. It was just me. <laughs> I just had me, my podcast, and uh, all the love-making music I like to listen to while driving. And uh, both of you guys were checked out. The ride the ride up there was just fine. Yeah, we it's because pro- we were talking. It was nice. productive <laughs> car ride up going up there. But, you know, just uh, both of you guys were just like, you know, let's just go 
get our eight hours of sleep started now. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's normally the flow of it. Like, going there, like, you're always, like, so excited. And you're always gung-ho about everything. So, of course, you're going to talk. And we also have to go out that night, too. So, I mean, we're, we're going to be upbeat. And, I mean, coming back, we just came off of a bender for one. Yeah. Um, two. I think that's all we need to say. You just came off of Bender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The fact yeah. that you got us here without crashing into anything is reasonably remarkable because I don't, I don't know how I wouldn't have been able to. It's real fun because I was on the Bender, too, and I had to drive. I couldn't <laughs> take any, any naps. You're also the one with the full-time job. Yeah. No, that just makes perfect sense. I have Thursdays off now. <laughs> I don't even, I'm, I'm just thinking about picking up a hobby like painting or Tai Chi or something. Uh, this is my job. <laughs> Anyways, um... Yeah, you guys want to talk about how uh, how fun that of a trip that was? And Jesus, I hate that drive. I'm getting a flight next time. <laughs> Just so you know, the whole half and half, half hour cast and crew, um, yeah. everybody. <laughs> we went up to Chicago to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Um, we visited our Indian friend who's not Irish. Um, we, stayed with, we stayed with her and then met up with other people that also weren't Irish and celebrated the Irish holiday. You were two Irish people right here, though. Me and Evan are part Irish. Yeah, like a Is that the 23 and me tell y'all like that? Like a mm-hmm. solid 6%. 6%? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even know. You know what that means? We get tongue-kissed. We get tongue-kissed. <laughs> tongue-kissed. I don't even really think I saw that many of those shirts. That's what, the kiss me on Mexican would made made me just <laughs> die. That, that was the that was hilarious. And that guy looked like he sold a lot of drugs. <laughs> he had a fanny pack around his arm. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's a, a sign. He had a fanny pack around his arm, and then he also had long flowing hair. He was selling a lot of drugs. Yeah, really nice guy. Really, oh, just, just a sweetheart. Only just a purpose sweetheart. he was there too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's nice. that's why white people keep him around. <laughs> you always have to love that guy. I have a weird hot take though. Um, so. If black people can celebrate St. Patrick's Day, does that mean um, white people can wear, like, black people garments like the... Uh, dashiki? Yeah, dashiki and, like, do-rags? Only on Juneteenth. Okay. <laughs> Alex? Or uh, when Black Panther came out. That's true. See, this is this is always funny to me because I remember I had a cousin on Facebook. She tweeted, like, all right, Halloween's coming up. I better not see a single white person wearing anything having to do with Wakanda you got you get no parts of that. That's our culture. That's our thing. I was just like, is that the road we're trying to go down? You know what I mean? I would much rather. How 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 good does it make you feel in your heart when you see a white child dressed up as Michael B. Jordan? The best thing that I ever saw was a tweet that said, look, someone quoted it, uh, saying, "I don't want to see any of you young motherfuckers dressed as Moana on Halloween. You don't understand the tradition." And then someone that was like of uh, that ethnicity quoted it and was just like. Hey, look, I don't care if your six-year-old daughter dresses like Moana. That's that's fucking adorable. Now, I don't want to see your thought ass at 23 <laughs> dressing up as Hoana. And that's that's where the line is drawn. It's like <laughs> there's a way of uh of being culturally appropriate. Um you uh you you know, dressing up as nigga cat and um <laughs> you know, putting blackface on, maybe you did a little bit too much. But um you know, you just wearing the Wakanda necklace, you know, that's fine. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm boo with it. Um, having said that, I don't even really know what black holidays we have where a white person is going to wear, what, Martin Luther King Day? <laughs> yeah, there isn't really, there isn't really one. All the black holidays are sad as fuck. We, don't, <laughs> we get out of school, we get out of school for Martin Luther King Day, but like, I mean, there's not like, you know, the oh, clubs so aren't so. open till four in the morning for Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> Some schools would get out um, early. Yeah, some. Yeah. Um, Actually, in the South, they call it Robert E. Lee Day anyway. 
No, I read like a whole ass article about a bunch of the schools were just like Martin Luther King Day, parentheses, Robert E. Lee Day. There's no school on Monday. God never seen an ML, uh, MLK Day bash before. I've seen it most ratchet shit I've ever seen in my life, but like I'm, I'm just what I'm trying to say is you don't have people wearing like you know special hats and stuff. Well, I guess I won't. I'll, I was gonna say you don't see people wearing special hats for Martin Luther King Day, but the the Klan probably. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, white kids are do wearing do rags and doing wave checks now, so I don't I don't know what world we All live right, in. Uh, but we should think about this. What holiday do black people really have where we can just you know we get off work with the weekends that lit where it's just like oh everything's shut down. The, I mean, low key we take over Fourth of July because like. Barbecues us the the uh, like the, the crowd. Fourth of July is a staple of racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we I, I understand where you're coming from. Black folks get lit on Fourth of July. With that being said, that is not for us. No, it's, it's not holidays. And white people will still go way much harder than black people on Fourth of July. We're just happy to be off work. Get me, we literally <laughs> the bar for black people on holidays is just so minimal. It's just like get us off work and like have a like good weather. We're there. Can, niggas are normally popping off guns for no reason. They're shooting <laughs> off fireworks in their backyard that they shouldn't be shooting off. If you ever gone through the hood on Fourth of July, normally it's smoky as hell. Put it in reverse, Terry. <laughs> Y'all remember that video? <laughs> yeah, no, that the hood niggas love fireworks. And Kwanzaa. Love fireworks. I guess Kwanzaa is supposed to be a black holiday, oh, but that's God. just shit. Nah, no one wants Kwanzaa. That's that made up fucking NAACP bullshit. I'm not behind it. Yeah, you're telling me you don't want to give out gifts. That was just a way of being like, I'm broke, nigga, and we're just going to celebrate each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not enough. <laughs> um, what else were we going to say here? Uh, so everybody had a good St. Patrick's Day. You guys had good – you guys had fun. Yeah, I mean, I got to put on a, a a temporary shamrock tattoo on my neck. Mm-hmm. I got to wear the beads like it was Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. You and I were dumb enough that we uh, just wore a T-shirt. And I'm wondering why I feel like shit today. We were in one of the colder cities with a wind gust of uh, pretty, pretty high, and uh, we well, uh, in our defense, we drank enough to start to feel about 80 degrees outside. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah, uh, in the morning, it literally felt like 75 and sunny, and as it got to the afternoon, it felt like 16 degrees and windy. That shit was that shit was like cute when you're like a freshman in college walking around like, oh look at me, I'm not wearing a jacket. We are grown ass men. We are adults. What 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 a poor decision making process. And usually there's at least a couple other dumbasses out that do that the same shit. But not a uh, single one. Not a single one. We were the not only only two males out that was wearing no jacket. Yeah. yeah. No jacket. I didn't even have a wife beater on under my shirt. I had a whole green sweater. I thought about wearing <laughs> it, I just didn't do it. I have a nice jacket I could have worn. That was I I'm I'm disappointed in us. Um Yeah, and uh well you you got to warm up. He ran up nineteen floors. Um <laughs> It's a different story for a different time. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I chased after Uber, so you know we were both. Yeah. For those of you uh, that may ever be in this situation, if you're trying to go to a hotel that you were not actually a resident at, in a big city, by the way, yeah. in a big city, don't take the stairs because you can't take the elevator because you don't have a room key. And you know, 19 floors sounds like a good idea when you're not drunk, or when you when you're drunk. But then, like when you're wheezing and you're on floor eight and a half. <laughs> You got to make some decisions from there. Also, oh, I got to sneeze. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm getting sick. Uh, <laughs> also, um, don't do Uber pool. The stupidest <laughs> thing you could just do is uh, get Uber pool, pay the extra $2, um, <laughs> and just have them come to you and pick you up. Because when you do Uber pool, you have to run to wherever someone else is getting dropped off at and just share a car with whoever else. <laughs> I mean, it is economically better. 
I think there's some good opportunities for comedy if you're just riding in an Uber with a stranger. No, you just want to sit there and be quiet, and the other person is, you know, trying to make a good opportunity for comedy, and I'm just like, you know what, I just want to go. I just want to try to be home. If I was in a better mood, I would have messed with the people, but, it, you know, it's... it's no, it was, it was like 6.30, and I was ready to go home. Uh, we had already been drinking for eight hours, so I was like, you know what, it's, it's time. You know what's it's fucked time. up? When you've been in the club for four straight hours, and you walk outside, and it is daylight. That is a trippy feeling. <laughs> well, that... I, I, I did that more in Europe. Like that yeah, was, but that but, was morning light. That's not daylight. <laughs> you yeah, walk in this in this daylight and then you walk out, it's still daylight. That's just you're you're, you're playing mind tricks. And now. I no, I was horrified at the idea of going out again. That was that was horrific to you me. You know what? Two years ago I would have had it in me, but I just don't anymore. Yeah, no, a younger Alex would have been like, Oh shit, we're going out again, let's start now. Like I wouldn't yeah. even take a nap. I wouldn't even I would say let's get some chicken nuggets and get this party rolling. But now I'm just like you got to pick one or the other. I can't. <laughs> yeah. There's no way in God's green earth I'm going to be able to do both now. But Yeah, going out twice in one day, is a, that, I think that ship has sailed for me. I got to pick one. Or I just have to accept that the, whatever the second half of the going out is, I'm just going to be miserable. Yeah. And you like be out for like an hour and just go home. Yeah. Which is, a, you know, it's a cute idea here. But if you're in a big city like Chicago, that one hour will cost you about $87, and that's if you get one drink. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And I think I got to the point where I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm just going to be here. I'm not going out later. I'm just going to spend all my money on drinks here. So <laughs> I think that's what happened. Do, do, do any of us have enough money for Chicago now? It's been a couple of weeks. I don't. No, I don't. No. Still I don't, don't have I can't, money for Chicago. I can't afford Cincinnati at the moment, <laughs> to be really honest. I mean, like. I could get there, but I can't come back. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was a new. We almost uh, podcast almost ended, and we almost started a new life in Chicago. Oh no, the podcast, Alex's, the podcast Alex's. will keep going. <laughs> the podcast will keep going. We would just be in R. Kelly studio. <laughs> just, Alex couldn't get his car out of the garage, so we just we just had to uh, start a new life there. Yeah, I was life. really close to just being like, you know what? We can find another way, or just. <laughs> Look for jobs. There has to be something we can start doing right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'd be the richest homeless people. <laughs> just clean up vomit off the street for a couple of days and get 50 bucks from the city. Try to see if anyone wants an Uber around the garage that we're in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about these white people that uh, bribed to get into college. How? Okay. This is one of the few times I've like actually gotten my fifis over the news. This like truly upset me. You're upset. I was upset. Why? All right. Here's a here's a good question to start this off with. If you guys ever came in, we talked about sugar daddies last week. If yeah. you guys ever came into a lot of money, you know, you're super successful. Your mixtape hits. I don't know what happens. You, you got dumb money. Po- podcast. Podcast is yeah. popping. I don't know why mixtape was the first thing. <laughs> podcast is popping. Yeah. So you're sitting on a lot of money, mm-hmm. and you have kids. Mm-hmm. Are you giving them anything? How much? How much money you give your kids? Yeah. I'm not giving my kids shit. You're giving them money. Wait, dime. wait. Hold, hold, giving them. <laughs> For what? <laughs> exactly. I could be a billion, B, billionaire. My kids aren't getting shit. I'm not even buying them a car, Heike. I'll get them Nothing. A, I'll get them a car, but it's just going to be my 2015 Accord <laughs> that I have right now. No, I, get that. And that's in 2032. <laughs> <laughs> the car my kid gets is the same thing I'm going to do that I got. I'm going to get $5,000 and I'm going to tell them, you got to figure it out. Yeah. I'm not going with you either. You, you Go ahead. Take the bus. It's not <laughs> like I, um, I'm doing the same thing my mom told me. I'm not getting a dime from uh, my parents in college. <laughs> no, I was like, and I remember, uh, I, I mean, you guys have had girls before where, like, you've been with them for X amount of time, and, like, 
uh, you bring up like children, what you would want for your children's future. Mm-hmm. So I would always tell my ex, I was like, yo, I would never put my kid in private school. Like unless that motherfucker is uh, like really good at sports or um, really smart, really smart or yeah. is mentally like, you know, inept. Then I would be like, all right, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll look at this like you know country day school or some <laughs> shit like that. But until then, no, my fucker just going public, no. going public school. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're just an average, uh, average ass guy, and you're just going to, um, you're just going to get those B's, maybe a couple A's every now and then. If you're not like having teachers call me saying like, yeah, you should really think about putting like advanced courses or like maybe looking at other options. Then yeah, we'll put you in another school. If you're really balling the hardware too, yeah, yeah, you're going to go to some country day academy. But if you're just, you know, the regular regular kid, like, no, nah, you can go to public school with all the regular dealers. Yeah. I'm not even really behind. If my kid was dumb smart, I'm buying him some books and saying, you're still going to public school, homie. I'm, I'm just like, I don't if know. You're in a knowledge good... knowledge you, can, you can purchase at any point in your life. But, like, basic social skills, these private school kids just don't have them still. Well, I mean, me and Evan went to private school. And yeah, I can tell. It, <laughs> well, yeah. To an extent, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much different we would be if we went to public school. Maybe I would have lost my virginity faster. But definitely, like, definitely would have. But what I'm saying is, like, if you're in like a school district where the school is not even that bad, like, fuck it, send it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we happen to be. That was the reason we went to private school, though, was because the school district that we were in was just god awful. All right. If if there's a good chance that your kid's gonna be stabbed, then I guess you can uh, weigh your options a little bit differently. But I just th- 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 that's why this this subject pissed me off so much because mm-hmm. the level of like. Of of rich privilege that these motherfuckers had just just hurt me. You know what I mean? But I could swear this this has probably been going on for years. I, oh yeah, I mean like they caught one dude. No, they caught several. I mean no no 50. no they caught they caught but all those oh, people one guy were communicating scamming. with one oh. dude. So they caught one dude that had the ability to bribe these schools, and it was just like you know well, I don't know how many families like fifty did, families. He must have just did something stupid to just get his shit. Yeah, yeah but that's the thing. Just go straight through like boosters or something, but yeah. like. I don't know what that man was doing in particular that made them made him get caught, but like, yeah, I don't know. That was it was strange. But but this shit's like that. So they caught one guy. This shit's happening everywhere all the time, and I don't know how many times. Like I know my black ass has gotten called out by white people. Like, oh, you're probably only at the school because you're like person of color. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, like, uh, uh, how do I put this? <laughs> We all know, like, motherfuckers that are on the team, like, any, like, basketball team. You look at the end of the bench, there's always, like, a group of, like, four or five white guys that we, you look at them and you're like, all right. <laughs> 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 all right, I can, I can beat you <laughs> in a game of horse. I don't really – I don't think that they should be on the team. And you know why they're on the team? It's because they bought the – their parents bought the Jumbotron. So they're on the team. <laughs> I mean, that's just like – that's just how it is. Yeah. Uh, now <sighs> – that's why I just didn't care about the story. I thought it was funny, like the one dumb bitch that was uh, uh, saying like she doesn't really want to go to school for school. She wants to go to for the tailgates and uh, to drink with her friends and shit. <laughs> I don't know. That's what pissed me off the most. I don't like. I don't like that some people know that you can have a complete college experience without having to actually go to college. You can move in to my apartment upcoming soon. You can go to all the games. Yeah, you can. You, <laughs> you can, can tailgate. You can join a frat. Probably. My older mm-hmm. brother really loves to tell me the story of the one guy who would literally actually go to classes, go to the parties, do everything as a college student would. Again, go to classes and take tests. Was not a student. <laughs> <laughs> This guy went was at around Bowling Green, lived in an apartment right next to it, did everything a college student would do, and was not a college student. 
I think another reason this bothered me is because it took me back to um, high school. Our valedictorian uh, was a white Jewish guy. I did one Spanish project with him, and his house was so big that it took me like 20 minutes to get from his front door to his room. Mm -hmm. Homie had like a pool, like an indoor like greenhouse and shit. Mm -hmm. And then, so come come time to uh, apply to colleges and all that, he applied to a hella Ivy League schools, you know. He was our valedictorian or whatever. Didn't get into any of them. And then had the nerve to, like, go around and just tell people, like, you know, I'm not getting in because of affirmative action. Like, that's the only reason. Like, I'm obviously the best candidate. And I remember telling him even back then, like, homie, the reason you didn't get in is because you did all the things that you're supposed to do. Like, you got an SAT tutor. You got tutors for all your shit. Like, there's no reason for you to not have a 4-0. So, like, what made you an interesting college candidate? There's a thousand of you. <laughs> you feel me? No. And you're going to tell my black ass that it's my fault? Nigga, I'm not going to Yale. <laughs> no, half the people again, like Yale and Harvard, it's literally because they know a guy that can actually write that letter of recommendation that puts them ahead of everyone else. Yeah. That's like maybe like 80% of the reason or, why. Or, other percentage is because like they like someone is like financially helping them get to that other point. And then the other people are just like lucky where like, yeah, like they can write that economic hardship letter. And then they also have the, uh, the grades to back them up. So or. Or your mom was on Full House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the, those are like the people who financially are just like able to put them into that position. Harvard, like actually most Ivy League schools, they look for like those hardship letters that are able to like say like, yeah, like uh, my parents like died before like I was 12 and like I had to do all this and I was an orphan and homeless and all this shit before I was like even like graduated high school. But I graduated with like a 4.0 and I did all this other shit. They actually don't really look at uh, the grades like there's actual whole ass article from someone in the yeah. like, admissions office who said all that well what the fuck is that nigga gonna bring to that school that somebody else can't you know what I mean what in unique experiences does he have where he's gonna improve the Harvard student well, body that kind of goes back to uh, maybe why me and Evans why all of our cases were wrong about not sending our kid to private school you're not really having them that's one thing that is good about private schools is they prepare you for college they're drilling that shit like you know you should you should focus on going to college pretty early and compared to like you know some of my friends that did go to the public schools around me uh they didn't even know how to sign up for the act <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's fair. that is that's fair that is one big difference i mean i mean granted i'm sure that's not how all public schools are but uh for me and evan that were very just regular regular in school um, that's a compliment, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like we definitely should have been in public school. Uh, we were also drilled with the fact that like, you know what, if you want to go to college, you should look at the preparing now. They also set you up with a bunch of different scholarship opportunities and all this, you know, X, Y, and Z that a lot of other people just didn't know about. Yeah. Also for us, college wasn't an option. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. It was always kind of like, all right, so you're going, I don't know like wait, where you're going. Community college, uh, state school, Ivy League, doesn't matter as long as you're enrolled. You can homeschool yourself in college. I don't give a fuck where you're going to some type of college. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The point that I wanted to make is that uh, these, like, rich motherfuckers and a lot of, like, people that you think are smart are not that fucking smart. They're not. It's just like how like a lot like how we're smart at like some other stuff. No, nah, but, but like, like there's a very dumb different. As hell things, well, so. yeah, there's a very di big difference between well educated and smart, which is why I think public school is important. That's why you gotta look at like something like yeah, like public school is important for like because it's very rare for someone to have like, for lack of better words, I guess street smart and book smart. Yeah. So it's like, it's just very it's very rare for someone to have both. You see a lot with just one. I mean, i.e. like almost everybody in in engineering. 
they're pretty, you know, book smart. Yeah, but, they all, but yeah. they all lack basic social skills. But they don't, That's yeah, they don't know job. how to, you know, if you set them down for a dinner date, they would actually <laughs> probably just completely fail all the cues you have to pass. Whereas yeah. my ass, you know, I, I, if I get invited, like a girl invites me to go meet her family, that the family's going to love me. <laughs> family's going to love me. But if you had me sit down and take an SAT, um, <laughs> I guarantee you, I'll actually spell my name wrong. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, it's funny like that. You know what I mean? These kids... They got three eights, they got four O's, but then it's like, all right, so you're applying for a job and the people there say, hey, we're having a social at this bar mm-hmm. for two hours. You got to come through. The kids shit, the, shit their pants. You sweat through their pole in the first two minutes. Well, that's one thing that I can like kind of say is like private schools, they normally coddle you. Like you're like just in like that safe environment. You're like you're kind of sheltered in a way where like it's just like you don't really know what's going on on the outside. You have to wear the uniforms. You learn conformity really fast, which – like I think that helps a lot when you're like you're going out like out to like jobs and stuff later on in life. But like when you get to college, especially when you're going to like public universities, like you know just like University of Cincinnati where we go to, it's just like yeah, like you're you're kind of like getting thrown into the wolves kind of. Like, I remember when I first started in college, like I didn't have clothes to wear every single day. <laughs> I'm used to wearing a uniform every day, so I, <laughs> I'm over here just wearing the same like just like like um, basketball uh, shorts and like uh, t-shirt to class like every day. Like it was. Just, it was like a learning curve for me almost in life because, like, I just got coddled everything with, with everything where, like, it was, like, clothes and, like, socially, like, we were kind of also behind from everyone else, too. Because, like, unless, like, you were, like, around anyone else that, like, went to public school, kind of, like, on, a, like, a down curve where, like, you have to, like, kind of, like, learn how to, like, make friends who are, like, from, like, that public school age, like, where, like, yeah. they, like. So that that's kind of, like, why uh, this whole story with the, uh, with the, uh, uh these all these rich motherfuckers kind of sucks it's just because like you just have all this money it's the only thing that kind of shows is like money can literally buy anything and it's weird that this is what it stopped it also why do these rich ass motherfuckers gotta go to college anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's what, all right so to circle back um it's we also i'm not giving my kids to go to school <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not giving my kids that much money also some of these people spent up to six million dollars to get their kids into a college so they could then pay you know However much money Look, it takes to graduate from USC. I'm, I'm not going to be on the same page as, like, I'm not going to give my kids shit if I did have money. I mean, are they getting $6 million? Fuck no. No. No, 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 no. no but no. will I, like, you know, will I give you guys money to go have fun on the weekend? Sure. <laughs> go fucking crazy. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can have money you, to go to the movies, but I'm not buying you a Mercedes-Benz on your 16th birthday. I mean, birthday. no, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, they come to me as, like, hey, Dad, I got a startup for an app or some shit. I just need this money. I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. I don't know. Go crazy. <laughs> but I'm not going to spend money on your education. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not like that, at least. No, if, if you get into Yale on your own merit, then I'll pay for that. If shit. my son gets into Ohio State and it was like, oh shit, I can pay for this, I was like, yeah, you know, what? I'll probably even pay his tuition. Say, fuck it. I'll probably do that for cousins and shit, too. I don't give a shit. But I'm not paying $6 million for you to have a fake degree that you're just getting, you're just snorting into your nose, probably. I have two things. If I have a kid who wants to go to college, I would be so encouraging him. I would, you know, you go do it. It could be Harvard. It could be Yale. If he tells me I can't afford it, I will look at him and say, look, I couldn't afford college either. You better get the popping on them student loans. <laughs> also, what I'm going to tell my kid. Out. Also, what I'm going to tell my kid is you don't have to fucking go to college. <laughs> That's uh yeah, that's, that's another thing. thing. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell my kid like oh you need to you know go to college and do this. No motherfucker, join the army. I don't give no, a shit. No, I was gonna say <laughs> if you look me in my eye and like look, I don't I don't want to do any more formal education. I'm handing that nigga a welding torch and being like you were the smartest person in the family. 
<laughs> you go out there and you learn how to drive a crane, motherfucker. Slap <laughs> a firefighter hat on. <laughs> buying me dinner in two years, I guarantee. You know, dead ass, dead ass. That's like, uh, like I'll, I'll tell them like you have options, but you know what? It's not that bad to work at a car dealership right now. <laughs> also, to those dumbass parents, you pay six million dollars for that person, probably make forty five thousand. Yeah, forty five thousand off of their Instagram influence lifestyle page, where they're just. Stunning on all the shit that their parents bought yeah, I'm them. I'm saying anyway. forty-five thousand because that's the average like income someone gets out of college. No, I mean they probably can still get that six-figure job, but the still, that's a six-figure job compared to six million you just paid for them getting college. Why don't you just hand the dumbass six million dollars and see what they do with it? They'll when, probably spend it all putting it in their nose or putting their veins. But still, <laughs> when y'all die, who are you giving your money to? Uh, all by Sally May. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, but if you were like dumb rich, who are you giving your money uh, to? There's this, uh, there's this corner store by where I'm from called Drexel Food Town. <laughs> uh, in my will, I'm gonna write down Drexel Food Town, and they, they get all my money. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, they can expand and grow and repaint the place. There's three of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, and um, I like to say my kids, but for the sake of the podcast, I'm gonna say all my baby mothers get at least. 15% of my um, of what I have, which I hope by then is maybe $85. Um, and the rest, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I want to invest into the Detroit, uh, Detroit Pistons. When you die, you're just going to give the Pistons your money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, the reason I brought it up is because my kids aren't getting shit, and I'm going to tell them from the, from the rip, from the jump. <laughs> as soon as that little nigga can comprehend what I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, you're going to have to work very hard, and I'm going to be really nice to you while I'm alive, but daddy's not giving you shit when I die. I'm giving it to, the, uh, to my new wife of 28 years when I'm 73. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to do dumb shit. I mean, I'm going to donate most of it. If I was dumb rich, right, I would donate most of it. But also, I just listened to this podcast about there was this dude in Canada who died and he left $9 million to the woman that had the most babies in a 10-year span after he died. <laughs> the podcast ended up being really fucked up, but it was dead serious. Like, lawyers got involved, and the winner got $9 million. <laughs> Ma squeezed out, like, eight kids in 10 years. Got $9 million. <laughs> well, good for her. Um, yeah, and I, I want to do some dumb shit like that. Like, the person that, like, can, I don't know, Gather the most flamingo feathers. <laughs> like give it to That's the, my entire fortune. <laughs> just give it to the nurse that birthed the child. <laughs> I might just like I might put my will in like a very oddly specific place that no one can think about and like take a picture of it as like first one to find it. <laughs> <laughs> or I would just give away my money in really petty ways. Like I leave all my money to Evan, but he has to go on stage and tell everybody like his deepest, darkest secrets in a in a pink thong. <laughs> tell your four kids like, "Hey, all right, so you guys did the Rochambeau for your <laughs> <laughs> It's like whoever wins rock paper scissors six times in a row gets all my money. <laughs> Have the lawyers present. <laughs> I am dead serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. I actually am dead right now. I'm dying laughing. <laughs> Got to play Russian roulette to get my money. Funny, actually, if I had two kids, like just whoever wins the first, just one rock paper scissors match <laughs> between them gets all of it. The other one doesn't get you shit. Got a football coin heads gets it. <laughs> no cheating. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so we listened to uh, um. What's his name? Schoolboy Q's song probably about 50 times uh, quickly. Um, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I really want to rob like a used car dealership. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out Schoolboy, man. 
Throw on, if you haven't heard it yet, throw on Num Num Juice by Schoolboy. Don't do it in the gym. See, I did that, and I almost fucked around and tore my pack clean off. <laughs> I hit reps that I have never hit in my life before. Uh, yeah, watch the music video, too. Just uh, adds great context. Oh, my God. The music video is fantastic. Shout out TDE for actually like making original music videos worth watching, because that shit's fire. I watched that over any BTS music video. Shout out Schoolboy. Yeah, um, I didn't. I don't know what Anderson Pack's new song was, but he came with something. Uh, it's just about it's like King James. Yeah, um, Hello Music's dropping in like this next month, and I'm really excited for it. You got new content for the podcast. <laughs> um, there's a lady attacked by a jaguar. Yeah, we're late on that. I just wanted to say fuck that lady. I wish the jaguar actually ate her and she died. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, jaguar. Be be a jaguar. <laughs> I hope that. Yeah, seriously, I hope they did that jaguar's nails after that. Gave him a couple good treats. You can make those big cats purr. I hope they did something. I hope they gave it a belly rub because how dare it come into he, he that jaguar a zebra space? Probably <laughs> didn't even. She barely got touched. <laughs> yeah, she's very lucky. Jaguars don't fuck around. The, I'm sorry. This has been like a uh, white people bash this whole podcast. <laughs> but what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what. Apparently, the lady was like, you know. Yes, I shouldn't have gone over the fence to like try and get a picture, but it should have been harder for me. No, it should the fuck not have. Yeah, no, all you need to know is the fucking jaguar. You watch a nature show, you should know why you shouldn't. <laughs> it wasn't a zoo either. Jaguar. It was a wildlife pre- uh, preservation, right? Yeah, exactly. It's even worse then. Yeah, so basically, the only amount of like fencing they need is like exactly enough to keep the animals in, not yeah. to keep your dumbass out. And I'm pretty sure when you go to these wildlife places, you sign something. <laughs> But this is this is hey, don't be that stupid to where like the jaguar can come up and get your ass because it can. If if you're at a wildlife preserve and you actually go over the fence, you're even more dumb than the person who actually goes over the fence at the zoo. Because at the zoo, those are zoo animals. They know how to be zoo animals. They yeah, do really. have that natural instinct of oh, there's a meal in here. I'm gonna go get it. If you're at a nature preserve. Those motherfuckers are the wildlife animals. Yeah. They know how to be a jaguar. That's a jaguar-ass jaguar, not a zoo jaguar. We're like, oh, like he's a little friendly. He might just like purr and like come up and be curious. No, this guy knows what he wants. Yeah, you're, <laughs> at, the, you're at the public school of zoos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, at zoos or wildlife preserves, you can, you can put a door with the key in it and leave it right there. Mm-hmm. Test these animals. <laughs> See what happens. Yeah, and then to quote the... Uh, the the philosopher Cat Williams. Um, well, I don't know exactly what he said, but everybody knows the joke of like uh, when that lion. I used to just, love that. Yeah, joke. when the lion just saw the the guy come into the into the <laughs> into the habitat. It's You're Christmas like, oh, day. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah it's this Christmas is not day. A drill. It's not a drill. <laughs> uh, You're a meal now, and they're gonna have to shoot me to get get off. <laughs> like, imagine if you if imagine if you did crack. <laughs> And then someone just laid that shit right in front of you after you've been in rehab. The only thing to keep you from doing crack is to be shot, probably. <laughs> it's not even... Yeah, man. I, I I have a lot to say about this, but it's simple. Just I, I hope you get eaten if you do some dumb shit like that. And you, you, can't, you can't compare it to Harambe because that kid was fucking two. So. <laughs> yeah, at that point, um, natural selection has chosen you. <laughs> Every, Nature's literally said, like, no, it's time. <laughs> if you're sitting in a cage and every day you're just sitting there saying, I wish these motherfuckers would, and then one of them does. <laughs> yeah, what is there to be surprised about? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think we hit all of our topics. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Shout out, schoolboy. Yeah, sure. That's it. Fuck it. Num num juice. Um, I'm sure there's something else we were supposed to talk about that I can't remember at the moment. We'll probably cover it next time. Um, 
So this has been the half and half half hour podcast. This is Big Cousin Alex. This is this is Evan with the stiffles. And this is Diego signing off. Peace and blessings. Yeah, have a great week. Yeah.